Hello, LinkedIn. I'm just going to give us uh, about a minute to get started um, before we go ahead and talk about one of the topics that are, is near and dear to my heart, and it's all about influential leadership, and it's about how you can inspire and motivate your team. I've done a lot of content on this topic, so if you listen to the Leading in Healthcare podcast or you're inside of the Leading in Healthcare Facebook group, you've probably heard my ideas about this topic, but I figured that we would take a little bit of a deep dive into influential leadership and what it means and specifically give you my unique perspective and my unique idea on influential leadership and all of these other types of leadership theories that are thrown around that obviously aren't given the full impact that they should be given within the healthcare community or else we wouldn't be in crisis when it comes to one of the most valuable assets that we have available to us in healthcare. And that's the people, the people that deliver the care either directly or indirectly. So I know that your time is valuable. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and get started. And what I want us to do throughout this conversation is to imagine a life where we work in an organization where we actually are not just showing up to go to work to do our job because maybe we need the money or maybe we've worked so hard to accomplish what we've accomplished. And so we just are going through the motions and showing up. But I want us to actually imagine working in a type of energy where we want to be there. We're inspired to be there. We're motivated to be there. We've transcended our own selfish needs and our own viewpoints, because yes, those are important, but transcendence is important when you're delivering something as important as healthcare. And so <clears throat> imagine a community where we're able to move forward and show up to work doing something like that. So I'm going to pull up my slides here and then I'm going to go ahead and get started. Let's see. Let's do that because I I don't need to be that big. Anyway, so for those of you that don't know me, first of all, I want to confirm that you are in the right place if you want to learn how to be a more influential leader so that you can inspire and motivate your team. If you don't know who I am, my name is Yashika Lind. I'm a nurse. <laughs> but um, I'm a leader and um, I own the company, The Lynn Group. And I founded this company because there are two things that I'm very passionate about. Number one is people showing up as their best self, not only in their professional life, but also in their personal life. So I do a lot of work with teams and individuals around high performance, performing at your peak, being able to perform in high stress careers without breaking down, without sacrificing your well-being, but also bringing those type of skills into teams because I feel like leadership development is so outdated. We are learning these same things over and over again, but not really getting to the root of what truly works in order to actually make a difference in healthcare. If all of the stuff that we had available to us actually worked, we wouldn't be in the position that we are in now. And from working with high powered CEOs and executives all over the world, teaching them my specific framework on how to do leadership, what I found is that once you learn this, Everything about your life gets more easier, gets more balanced, is more peaceful. But for some reason in healthcare, we just continue to butt our heads doing the same old, same old thing. It doesn't work. So we try it harder. We try it more. We throw dollars at it, all the things, but yet things are getting worse. 
so I got passionate about something having to change from the people standpoint. And then specifically because of my background in critical care and success in leadership, I also go into organizations to help them with their operational strategy. Another thing about me is I love notes. So you're going to see me looking down, you're going to see me making little marks on my paperwork, just so I know that I've given you all the information that you need. It is hot in the Midwest. The lights are down here. Um, you might have just heard the air conditioner come on. Um, so I just want you to bear with me because <laughs> It's like almost 90 degrees outside. All right. So by the end of this session, what I want for you is to have learned some things about being an influential leader, inspiring and motivating your team that you have not heard before. Because like you just heard me say, I'm passionate about you learning how to be better. And it's not by us learning the same old, same old things that we want to die, um, that we've been taught over and over. And specifically what I want to make sure that you walk away with is something that you can put into action. Yes, theory is important, but the theory is not that important if we don't know how to take the theory, take it back to work with us and actually implement the things that we need to implement to create the change. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into the first part of this presentation all about why influential leadership is important, specifically in the healthcare um, industry. And for those of you that have not heard the term influential leadership, it refers to the ability to inspire, motivate, guide um, your team, guide other people toward achieving a common goal. I want you to think specifically of it and how it works in your own life. Maybe you have Instagram, maybe you've watched a commercial and through that commercial or by watching your favorite person on social media, they have influenced you to do something, buy something, think a certain way. I want you to think about how that worked in your own internal psychology, why something was able to influence you to do something or think some, some certain way or buy something because it's going to be no different than you as a leader. Part of your job as a leader is to be an influencer. So hopefully you can see the connection between what influences you about from a certain person that has been able to make an impact on you and then how that translates into how you bring that energy to wherever you lead or want to lead. And this is not about even just getting them to show up and do the job. This is about you transcending your vision and actually inspiring them to want to be great at their job, to want to create exceptional results. Because truly getting someone to perform at that level, getting your team to perform at that level is going to make their job more rewarding. It makes your job easier. It produces better results for your organization. And it goes beyond, like I said in the introduction, these traditional forms of leadership where we think we get a role and people work at the job and you have this role, so they should be listening. They should want to do a good job. That's not how things work. And I'll go into more about why it's hard to influence people, why it's hard to motivate people so that you understand a little bit about where the different members of your team or life or are coming from. Um, so moving beyond that traditional power and influence and connection and 
learning what it truly means to profoundly impact your team or profoundly impact your organization to create positive change, to create collaboration and drive innovation, which is where healthcare is going um, in the future. So here are some key reasons. And if you have a pen and paper, I want you to write these down. And if you don't have a pen and paper, you're probably going to miss out on some very important notes. So some key reasons why influential leadership is important. Number one, we all know it enhances patient outcomes. If you can influence your team to do a good job, to do an exceptional job, then you can produce a better quality level of care for the patients that you and your team take care of indirectly or directly, or if you work in a part of our healthcare system that it doesn't provide direct patient care, then the other things that you do will still lead to the higher patient outcomes, better patient outcomes. So we all are a team that produce these direct and indirect results that cause better patient outcomes. Number two, it allows all of us to foster a thriving work environment. We all have an important job to do when we show up to do our jobs. And we all probably face at some point or another, these high levels of stress, these demanding situations. We have stuff not only going on at work, we have stuff going on at home. And so if you can learn to be a more influential leader, you actually almost create a safe haven within all the stress and the chaos that we have to deal with so that you feel like you work in a supportive environment, your team feels like they work in an empowering environment, which again, snowballs into collaboration, personal growth, and a better morale, which then makes your job easier. And if depending on what um, part of leadership you're in, you if you have to deal with revenue in the bottom line, then you know that this, the results from this actually increase job satisfaction, improve retention rates, and ultimately just impact the healthcare community and microcosm as a whole, wherever it is that you work. Third thing that is important is we need to be driving innovation and change. A lot of times we in healthcare, we we do innovation when it comes to research and when it comes to cutting edge, you know, like research about science and care and all of that stuff. But we don't often spend a lot of time driving innovation and change when it comes to the interpersonal relationships that we have within our organization and as leaders. And while everything else is going to continue to change and a lot of the things that we're dealing with now are only going to continue, the landscape is going to move with us, without us. So that's not changing. But what I think that we need to understand is that by learning how to influence our team, we can move forward with all the things that are taking place and changing rather than always trying to catch up and take this reactive stance that is actually more stressful, leads to more burnout, leads to less collaboration, worse outcomes, all of the different things. If you are struggling with this in your organization, I want you to take a good look at where you are driving innovation and change, not in the way that you do things, but in the way that the people that do the things are showing up. So 
there's my little soapbox spiel on that. Uh, number four, why it's important to um, build influential leadership is because you build stronger relationships. And we all know what building stronger relationships mean. And then for us to really find this meaning, like if you want a lot of times, like I remember in one of the last conferences I spoke at, I was asked how to motivate a team, how to get people to want to do their job, show up and just do their job. Because <laughs> we all have those people on our teams that they, they just don't even want to do the job that they signed up to do. But a lot of us are at different levels of personal growth, personal development. And one way that you can start to bring those people up to a different level and out of the level that they are in is by inspiring personal growth and development through influential leadership. That is one of the number one ways that is going to actually inspire the members of your team to move forward, to move up, to want to give more, to want to give exceptional care. It's not getting them to do more. It's getting them to grow to a level where they feel that it's inspiring, purposeful, and important for them to want to they feel a purpose behind what it is that they're doing. And that is what makes leadership so difficult. All right. So let's go to the next slide. I wanted to share some top 10 traits of influential leaders so that you can understand what it is, what it takes to embody an influential leader and to see maybe some things that you can work on, um, some things where you're doing great, all of that. Because I think that we think that we may be doing a good job. We think that we're influential. Maybe we think we're influential because our team actually likes us, but influence goes much more than the interpersonal relationships that you have with your team. Are they feeling balanced? Are they getting burned out? Are you getting burned out? Are you truly giving them what they need for personal growth? Are you driving the innovation and change when it comes to the way that they show up and the way that they deliver the care, all of the things. So I want to share these traits with you, write them down, do some self-reflection on them, see where you're doing great, see where you're not doing so great. That way you can figure out what it is that you may need to work on, where it is that you can leverage your strength and may need to lean on other people, other teammates for some of these other things. So trait number one is visionary thinking. Influential leaders possess a clear vision and they are able to communicate their vision effectively to their teams. And effectively doesn't mean that it's effective from the way that you say it and the way that you understand it. Effective communication means that the receiver clearly understands what it is that you're trying to convey to them. And vision is actually you communicating not only through words, but through emotion and through whatever helps them to paint that same vision inside of their own psyche. So that means that you may have to use different types of communication, different approaches, and step outside of yourself to see what works for your team. You're able to inspire others to rally around that shared purpose, create a sense of direction. And this is the key, a sense of meaning. And in contrast, what I see when I go into organizations or when I'm working side by side with other leaders is that they usually focus solely on the job that needs to get done, the day-to-day -day tasks, and lack this broader vision. And through that broader vision is how you actually inspire and tap into 
the um, ability to engage and motivate your team. Trait number two is emotional intelligence. Influential leaders understand and manage their own emotions. I want to take a step back if you are new to my world for you to understand that the things that I am speaking about, I'm not just saying you do these things at work. How you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you think that you just show up on point doing this stuff at work, but when you get home, your personal life is a mess, you've fallen apart, you need help, all of the things, then you are not embodying the things that I'm saying. To actually embody something means that you have the integrity to show up as a certain person in your personal life, in your public life, um, almost all the time on point and, and not perfect, but you just have uh, honesty and integrity and authenticity about what you do at work and in your personal life. So influential leaders understand and manage their emotions and those of others, not just at work, <laughs> also in your personal life. And you're able to exhibit empathy, active listening, and effective communication, which, like I said before, goes beyond what you think you're communicating to the other people in your life. But how are they picking up whatever it is that you're putting down? By fostering emotional connection and trust, what you're able to do is to create this environment where team members feel valued and they feel understood. And unfortunately, what I see happen more often than not is that leaders overlook the importance of this emotional intelligence, specifically your own personal emotional regulation when it comes to all areas of your life, which leads to communication gaps and decreased team morale. Third thing is being adaptive and being agile. Influential leaders embrace change and they're able to adapt quickly to new situations. And when I say that they embrace change and they adapt quickly, this doesn't mean that they're always reactive, but if they need to be reactive, they're able to be reactive. They encourage innovation and they promote a culture of continuous improvement. This is where I want you all to listen because <laughs> when someone like me comes into your organization that has been in different places, so maybe has different perspectives, one of the first things that I notice is that there is a resistance to me or other people being there. There is a resistance to change. Um, there's some aversion, risk aversion. There's rigid mindsets. Um, there's people that think that the process everything is working fine. Why do we change things? Why do we hinder the process? And what that actually does is stifle creativity. So I want you to be truly and completely honest with yourself about if you are adaptive and agile. Yes, you might try new things and they might be a waste of time and they may not work, but they might also work. Or even if they don't work, you may learn something important that would make what you're already doing better. But again, more often than not, most leaders that I come into contact with in organizations all across the world are not adaptive and agile, even if they say out of their mouth that they are. So don't let that be you. Trait number four is collaboration and team building. Influential leaders 
prioritize collaboration, fostering a sense of teamwork and cooperation. They're able to build diverse and inclusive teams. And I don't mean diverse and inclusive, like the buzzwords with race, sex, gender, all that stuff. What I mean when I'm saying diverse and inclusive teams, it's more about the creativity, it's the innovation, it's the collaboration. We're spending too much time paying attention to things that matter, yes, but those are the surface of who we are as people. What's really going to make your organization great is the diversity that